na 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 hey 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 no no pie na 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 hey 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 no no pie na 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 hey 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 no no pie we are saying no you just heard generation justice director roberta rael at the National Voices for Internet Freedom wake-up call protest against the FCC repeal of net neutrality. You're listening to Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of media. I'm Edgar Cruz. And I'm Barbara Ramirez. Just three days ago, the FCC voted to dismantle net neutrality protections, which ensured the open and accessible internet since 2015. That's right, Barbara. Before 2015, the internet was considered an information service and then was reclassified as a telecommunication service with Title II, which ensured the internet as a utility regulated by the FCC. To help us understand what all of this means, we're joined by Lucia Martinez, longtime DJ member and digital campaigner of Free Press and Free Press Action Fund and Austin Wiaki of the Native American Voters Alliance. Both were a part of the Wake Up Call Rally. We also have a community calendar. As always, we have great music to complement our discussions. Our first selection is a song that was written to FCC commissioners. It's called Don't Blow Up the Internet by Jonathan Mann. Dear Jessica, Michael, and Tom Dear Aja and Megna You all seem like reasonable Don't kill the internet Don't blow up this wonderful thing This place that I come every day To dance and play and sing Right now I sing on YouTube We are joined now by Austin Wiaki of the Native American Borders Alliance and Lucia Martinez, digital campaigner with Free Press and Free Press Action Fund and longtime DJ member. Christina Rodriguez, senior fellow with Generation Justice, is here to speak with Lucia Martinez and Austin Wiaki. Welcome. Thank you, Edgar. Lucia and Austin just returned from a few days in D.C. with media justice organizers, lawyers, techies, congressional members, and two FCC commissioners speaking out against the FCC's decision to repeal net neutrality and end the open Internet as we know it. Thank you for joining us tonight in the studio. Thanks for having us. Will you mind telling us a little bit more about yourselves? So my name is Austin Wiaki. I come from a group called NAVA. I'm an organizer there. uh, And we organize around creating equal opportunity for Native families in New Mexico. Hey, everyone. My name is Lucia Martinez. I'm originally from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and a longtime member of Generation Justice. Uh, Currently, I work with Free Press and Free Press Action Fund as a digital campaigner, and we work on issues like net neutrality, um, stopping media consolidation, and we also do some anti-surveillance work. Happy to be here. Again, thank you for joining us in the studio. Lucia, can you talk to us a little bit about how did we get here? What has been happening in the past two years around net neutrality? Of course. So in 2015, the FCC, then under Chairman Tom Wheeler, passed Title II net neutrality rules. And as you all talked about earlier in the show, that basically reclassified the internet to be a utility, which meant it could be regulated by the Federal Communications Commission. 
And this win was considered a huge win for, for organizers, public interest groups, and technologists who had been witnessing the power of the internet and sort of how internet service providers had, had witnessed the, the power of the internet as well and were trying to, you know, kind of take over. And so in 2015, we, we won net neutrality. In, in the year after, internet service providers like Comcast, Verizon, and AT&T took the, the FCC's Title II classification to court, and we won again there. The courts upheld net neutrality and the FCC's power to regulate the internet. Um, fast forward a year or so to the Trump administration taking over, um, and things changed at the FCC. So the Trump administration appointed FCC Commissioner Ajit Pai to the seat of chairman, and since then, Ajit Pai has made it his mission to end, or excuse me, to repeal the Title II net neutrality rules that were passed in 2015. And so that's that's where we are now. On on Thursday, the FCC held its vote to repeal these rules, um, and we knew this was coming, but it was still a sad day, sad day for the internet and for all of us who organize online, for for folks that that you know realize the power of the open internet. Um, but this fight isn't over. We're, we're continuing, and I'm. You know, I'm, I'm optimistic that we'll win down the road. And what does losing net neutrality protections look like for the work that you do as organizers? Well, personally, I use uh, the Internet for basically all of the work I do. Um, a lot of the times we have to go all over the state to more rural areas um, where we might not have cell service, where we... Uh, might have trouble getting around, where our cars tend to break down. Um, and it's really useful to have a less conventional source to communicate with each other, uh, where we can save our work for later or get stuff done offline and then continue to share it and collaborate with each other um, purely off the strength of the Internet. And beyond that, um, we've uh, there are huge movements that have been created in the past just few years uh, using solely the Internet-based purely off smartphones like the Standing Rock, um, which was started out as, as a small group of people and grew into one of the hugest movements that we've ever seen, um, it, just on the strength of the internet and free speech. Yeah, like as Austin said, movements are made online these days. And um, repealing the net neutrality rules opens us up to internet service providers being able to block certain content online, to, to slow down content. Um, and, and that's really dangerous for organizers. That's really dangerous for, for someone who comes from a community that has been misrepresented in, in the mainstream media because um, we really rely on the open Internet to tell our own stories and to organize folks. And so that's, that's what's at stake. It's our communities. It's our, it's our voices. Exactly. I feel like mainstream media doesn't talk about these movements until it becomes a trending hashtag from Me Too to No Dapple to Black Lives Matter. I feel like we haven't gotten that coverage before. Um, Austin, tell me about what was this like for you to be in D.C. for this vote? Uh, well, first of all, it was very cold. Um, beyond that, uh, we had it was really interesting because we got to see a lot of people in really high places of power uh, kind of come together and all converge uh, on D.C. to try to get um, some movement by um, people who are in a place to make a decision on this. Um, obviously, it didn't go our way on Thursday, but there were a lot of people who showed up who were... Um, I, I'd like to think that they were inspired and moved a little bit to be more sympathetic to, to the movement of net neutrality. Um, 
it, it was really interesting when we got to go Christmas caroling at Congress for net neutrality um, on Wednesday, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we actually talked to our congressman, Steve Pierce, um, who was probably the least receptive out of anybody, but uh, altogether, I think it was a really good experience. And there were a lot of really smart people who, who showed up to help out, um, even from just our little mag group. Uh, there's a group called uh, BYP100, Frogtown Community Radio, uh, Global Action Project, just a, a lot of people who really showed out to, to help. Hmm. And if all those people were showing out, how come someone like Congressman Pierce wouldn't be in support of that? Well, Congressman Pierce has received a, a little over $20,000, $20,400 um, from telecom companies uh, for, for his campaign. So obviously he's received a little bit of money to sort of sway him in a direction. Um, we have uh, a lot of people who, who tend to be supportive here in New Mexico, namely Martin Heinrich and Tom Udall. Um, but there are a lot of other people who still need to get on board, still need to speak out. Um, a lot of New Mexico is rural, which means people like Steve Pierce who represent the more rural parts of New Mexico really need to speak out because regardless of the partisan issues, uh, it's going to affect everybody. It's going to re- affect Democrat- Democrats, Republicans, everybody across the board. So you guys were caroling in the days before the net neutrality vote. Um, Lucia, can you tell me a little bit more about the day of the vote? What was going on outside the FCC? Yeah, of course. So the Voices for Internet Freedom Coalition, which is a coalition of a variety of organizations that work to center the voices of communities of color within the fight for net neutrality, um, came together to organize the wake-up call rally for net neutrality because we really wanted um, the FCC majority to, to you know, not be able to, to walk into the FCC and vote away our internet freedom without looking us in the face, right? And it's really, it's communities of color that are going to suffer the most um, from the net neutrality repeal. And so we wanted to, to bring folks together um, we had a, an amazing list of speakers. Um, we had Congress people, artists, technologists, organizers. Um, Keith Ellis, Representative Keith Ellison, who's been a net neutrality champion, spoke. Um, commissioners uh, Rosen, Wurzel, and Clyburn, who are um, the, in the FCC majority, or excuse me, minority right now, and have been longtime supporters of net neutrality as well, came to our rally and spoke to us before they went in to dissent the vote. And we also had folks like Amanda Seals, who is a comedian and an actress, and she's on the cast of Insecure, and she spoke from an artist's perspective about what net neutrality meant to her. And so we had an amazing lineup of folks that came out um, in 30-degree weather to, to show up for the open internet. There were probably a little over 300 people. Um, and, and so once again, Voices for Internet Freedom is a coalition of organizations, and those organizations are Center for Media Justice, Free Press, Free Press Action Fund, Color of Change, 18 Million Rising, and the National Hispanic Media Coalition. Um, and even though the vote on Thursday was sad, um, the, the fight continues, and I'm, I'm really hopeful with these organizations at the forefront, um, continuing to center communities of color in this fight. Um, yeah. And when I listened to FCC Chairman Pai that day, it sounded like he was in favor of a free and open net, but against net neutrality. What does that mean? What what have you seen in the messaging that they've been using? Yeah. So Pi has taken um, some of the messaging from Comcast, actually. So Comcast likes to say that they support net neutrality in principle, but don't want any sort of enforceable rules. 
Um, and so Ajit Pai has sort of latched onto that and says he also supports the, the free and open internet, but the FCC shouldn't be able to do anything. So he thinks that we can allow internet service providers like Comcast, AT&T, and Verizon to regulate themselves, essentially, because they have you know, terms of service. And of course, they won't violate those. But we've seen in the past, before the 2015 rules, that they would continually violate those those terms of service. And so he likes to confuse us. Um, but he, he's not in favor of Title II net neutrality, no matter what he says. <laughs> and how does this impact us in New Mexico? We're often characterized as being the last in the country for education, for child hunger, for poverty. How are communications going to be impacted by something like this? Well, so like I said, uh, I think 54% of New Mexico is rural, which means that we're not living in big cities. We're not blocked off. Uh, it's, it becomes increasingly more difficult to communicate with each other when your neighbor doesn't live right next to you. Um, so for, for a lot of people who live in New Mexico, namely on the reservations or in the western part of the state, basically anywhere other than Albuquerque and Santa Fe, people are going to get hit hard. Um, they're not going to be able to communicate. Infrastructure is already poor. Um, and we've seen over and over again that they're, that the FCC is trying to cut these people off. Not even a month ago, they uh, shut off a program called Lifeline, which provided low-cost uh, low cell phones to people, people who already struggle to, have a, to be heard. And they're just going to be further cut off by this because it's not within corporate interests to go out and reach out to people and have uh, a lot of people who have who struggle to be heard be heard more. Um, so a lot of people who are more spread out are going to have a really, really difficult time uh, dealing with any new issues that come up. Hmm. And what should community members be doing now uh, to keep up with this fight? And what are the next steps? What, is that, what does that look like? Yeah, so like I said earlier, um, we lost the vote on Thursday at the FCC. Um, we knew that was coming, and so we have contingency plans, right? And the fight is not over. And so, first of all, we're urging members of Congress to use the Congressional Review Act to undo the FCC's net neutrality repeal. They have the power to do this, and so we just need to call on our members of Congress and say that we care about Title II net neutrality and what the FCC has done is unacceptable. And please use the Congressional Repeal excuse me, the Congressional Review Act to repeal the repeal, <laughs> if you will. Um, and so uh, Senator Markey from Massachusetts has already uh, put this into motion, and there are several members of Congress who already signed on, but we need to get as many folks as possible um, because we need a simple majority for that to pass. And secondly, organizations like my own and a bunch of other organizations um, that work sort of in this field are making moves to sue the FCC because the net neutrality rules have won in court in the past, and the FCC, frankly, did a lot of very shady things leading up to this vote. There was a, a lot of um, controversy around the public comment system, and there was the influence of bots that were like pro-net neutrality repeal, and that was never dealt with, even though commissioners themselves, like Clyburn and Rosenworcel, were calling for an investigation to delay the vote in order to, you know, even be able to vote on this in a real way. So, so we have a congressional strategy, and and we have a strategy that we're going to take to the courts. And, and so with those two things combined, I am hopeful, but we do need everyone to, to help us out. We need, we need folks to call their members of Congress. Um, you can do so easily by going to freepress.net. We have a call tool that makes it super easy to reach out to your members, and you can also write to them. And we need people to continue talking about this issue. Um, there are so many things that are happening under the Trump administration. I know it's really hard sometimes um, with sort of like all of the news that we get, but we need to keep this issue at, at the forefront because this is something that we can win.
I also had seen on a state level, like even here in New Mexico, how Attorney General Hector Balderas had said he was in support of net neutrality. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Um, So 18 plus state attorney generals have told the FCC that they're also filing a lawsuit against them because, you know, the states need net neutrality. And so I was really happy to hear that Hector Balderas had had joined the the list of folks that have said that they're going to sue the FCC as well. I don't have that list in front of me, but, you know, there are a lot of people that care about this. Um, and that's super encouraging. For our listeners that might care about this, where can they find information about these issues and how to help? Yeah, so like I said, um, please go to freepress.net. We have a lot, a lot of information about net neutrality. We have a call tool. We have petitions that make it super easy to reach your members of Congress. And we can also tell you more about our plans to sue the FCC there. Uh, well, I don't have any specific tools except for social media and to keep word of mouth alive. Uh, I think that a big part of this movement is going to happen neighbor to neighbor, person to person, um, because regardless of what these rules change uh, in the future, the only way that this is going to get finished is if we keep it uh, at the forefront of our issues, because this isn't an Internet issue. It's a free speech issue, and we have to preserve free speech. It is absolutely necessary. Yeah, and I think also the Center for Media Justice has a lot of resources. I think their website is centerformediajustice.org. I also encourage you to, to just look up the Voices for Internet Freedom Coalition. We're doing a lot of great work to center the voices of communities of color in this fight. And just a reminder that Ajit Pai, the FCC commission, or chairman, excuse me, used to work for Verizon. And so really this is about a corporate takeover of the Internet. And that's, that's really dangerous and unacceptable. And so once again, thank you all for caring. And, and please continue to, to be advocates for the open Internet. Is there anything else you all would like to add? Cool. Thank you. Of course. Thank you guys so much for joining us in the studio tonight. I just think as young people of color, especially, it is so important for us to be not only speaking out about these issues, but organizing in the radical ways that we can and using memes and the Internet and caroling um, and doing everything we can to fight for this because this is important and the time is now. So, again, thank you so much for this. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Christina and Lucia and Austin. Thank you so much for your devotion uh, to communities of color, uh, both a local like national level. You know, communication is our human right. And if these institutions will not protect us, we the people hold the power and we must hold them accountable um, and elevate our own voices uh, because they hold so much weight. And the fight is not over for the open internet. So thank you so much. Lucia and Austin, thank you very much. I really appreciate uh, that you explained us what can we do, what's the next step to take. And the fight is now over. This next song is written and performed by Magnet members, Steven Renderos, Chris Rios, and Hannah Garcia. Here's FCC Regulators Mount Up. Regulators, we regulate any communications policy. And we're damn good too. But you can't be any freak off the street. Gotta be handy with appeals if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Julius G was on the net, trying to consume some tweets for the E so I can get demand for an open internet and the broadband. Welcome back to Generation Justice, where tonight we've heard from organizers Austin Wiyaki of Native American Voters Alliance and Lucia Martinez of Free Press and Free Press Action Fund to hear about the FCC's vote on net neutrality and the protests against it. 
Generation Justice Director Roberta Rael also attended the wake-up call protests to deliver a passionate speech on the digital civil rights of New Mexicans and all Americans. Here is Roberta Rael speaking in front of the FCC in Washington, D.C. I want to invite up Roberta Rael, Executive Director of Generation Justice and a delegation of New Mexicans. Thank you, Stephen. So yeah, Generation Justice in Albuquerque, New Mexico, working with young people and young at heart people and making sure that voices of our community are heard, not from the interpretation of other people, but from their own voices. And so one of the things I want to just mention to the other media folks that are out here today that when you all do this reporting about what happened today and how many people were here today, just remember that for every single one of us that are standing here in this cold on Thursday morning, we are here for tens of thousands of other people who could not be here today. So don't report that there was X number of people. Report that there was tens of thousands of people who were represented. So in New Mexico, as Stephen said, we're known as the worst in the country to raise a child. We're known as the worst in our education system for the country. And we're known for having a Republican made behavioral health crisis. What they talk about is our crime rate, but what that really is, it's been manufactured to make sure that we stay down. And so when the FCC does what they have done in a month, when they take away things like broadband, when they take away and they got Lifeline, and now today they're after our net. They are targeting states like New Mexico and people like me and people like Austin Wiaki. And we are here to say no. no. In fact, we're here to say, and if you'll just humor me, join me. Na 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 na, hey hey hey, no no pie. Na 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 na, hey hey hey. No, no pie. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. No, no pie. We are saying no. Because we, we know who we are and we know what we need. And young people like Austin Wiaki from the Native American Voters Alliance, they know that they need the internet. Our children deserve education. Yeah. The internet gives us education. Yeah. Our elders deserve yeah. health information. Yeah. The internet gives them health information. Yeah. And we deserve to be connected to one another, to the people that we love. Yeah. And that is our human right. Muchas gracias, Roberta, por representarnos en Washington. De verdad lo aprecio porque a pesar de que el FCC está tratando de bloquear net neutrality y está tratando todo para que no tengamos el Internet libre, 
que tú hayas ido allá no fue en vano y vamos a seguir peleando para que todo esto se acabe. Gracias. Now, this is the song Roberta sang to FCC chairman Ajit Pai. It's Nana Nana, Hey Hey, Kiss Him Goodbye by the Steam. Tirano by Cali Uchis. just heard Plants by Kron. We've come to the end of another great program. We'd like to thank our guests, Asif Wiyaki from the Native American Voters Alliance and Lucia Martinez from the Free Press and Free Press Action Fund. Production assistance came from Cristina Rodriguez, Kenia Alonso, Kerry Zuni, and Roberta Rael. And thank you to all of our youth producers. We could not do what we do without you. Generation Justice would also like to thank KUNM for helping to bring you KUNM listeners, the voices of young people in New Mexico. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and so much more. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe and rate us. We're also active on social media, so make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Generation Justice is funded by the Double K Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Con Alma Health Foundation, the Albuquerque Community Foundation, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. I'm Barbara Ramirez. And I'm Edgar Cruz. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Buenas noches, Nuevo México. Have a great week.
comedy of man starts like this Our brains are way too big for our mother's hips And so nature, she devised this alternative We emerge half-formed and